Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it, that was an awful experience. But when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for. To answer your questions as your dental business mentors. Hey everyone, it's me, Dr. Paul Etchison. And year end is coming up. And if you've got the right CPA working in your corner, well, you already know what you're going to pay in taxes. And you know that you aren't going to be surprised come springtime. I see so many practice owners putting so much time into doing their own bookkeeping, payroll, and financial planning for the year. Your CPA should be someone in your corner, providing you with the tools to help make decisions regarding running your practice. And if you aren't getting useful and timely financials, you are essentially driving a car without a dashboard. I want to tell you about Bull Moose Financial, a firm specializing in dental practices that can handle all of your bookkeeping, all your financial reports, tax and state compliance, as well as giving you tax projections well before the year end so that you can plan and make changes proactively. I worked with Bull Moose for six years before I partnered with MB2, and I can tell you, they know what they're doing, and I never realized how much I truly needed a dental-specific CPA until I started working with them. So stop wasting time trying to do it on your own. Let the specialists handle that part of your practice so that you can spend more time growing your business. Reach out to Bull Moose Financial at bullmoosefinancial.com, and if you mention the Dental Practice Heroes podcast, they will waive the $2,000 onboarding fee. That's a $2,000 value. That's bullmoosefinancial.com. That's B-U-L-L-M-O-O-S-E Financial. What's up, everybody? This is Dr. Justin. I'm here with Dr. P.E. He's a little bit under the weather, but he's not complaining. He showed up. He's getting the job done. Yeah, I feel like a million. I'm like 90% compared to how I was last week. I had to cancel everything. I lost my voice. It hurt when I taught. It hurt when I lived. It was hurting to live. Fetal position? Yeah. I cried a lot. <laughs> Everyone thought I was sad. I was just sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look good, dude. You look good. So yeah. today, question, everyone's sort of going through similar things where they may be a bit short-staffed or they may have had some team turnover or something similar and they just don't have a full roster Mm -hmm. okay yeah that can cause some issues but what this person's wondering is how do we set aside team training time or how do we train team members up when we have a roster that's not full yeah that's a good question it's something i've went through personally and because what happens and we're all seeing this because we're in such a hard like a difficult hiring environment is that we're short staffed sometimes and we have to find people and sometimes it's just not as easy to hire. So sometimes maybe we're settling to some extent, I would say. I don't want to make it sound bad for like new team members, but sometimes we settle because we just need somebody. But then what I often see, and I've seen this in my office as well as my coaching clients, is that when we're short staffed and we have new people, it's very hard to give the new people the proper training. And then since we don't give them the proper training, it makes it very hard for them to enjoy their jobs because just all day they feel like they don't know what they're doing. And that leads to them leaving. Or so many people are just upset because they're actually doing two people's jobs because they're also, this person doesn't know what they're doing. They're always like coming to them and asking questions like, how do I do this? How do I do this? I need help. I need help. That they get frustrated and they're not liking it either. And the whole team starts to get frustrated and wonders, why is this person not knowing what they're doing? What is going on? And I think it can start this like cycle, this real snowball effect in an office where people start leaving. People start getting upset that there's not enough people. There's not enough help. There's not enough staff. And 
what it really is, is that if we feel like that at our offices and don't get me wrong, I know every office, everybody always feels like that. And that's cool. I think that's just something natural with humans. Like it's like I have two assistants and on my ortho nights, I have three assistants. But man, there's been times I've been behind in my schedule and I've had to grab another assistant. I got three or I got four sometimes. And that's awesome. So I think a lot of people might look at that and say, hey, man, it's so much nicer with four assistants. We should have four assistants every day. But that doesn't make any sense. When we think about the restaurant and how they have a waiting list on Friday and Saturday night, but then you go there on a Tuesday at like lunch, it's half empty. So you don't have to be able to handle your capacity at all times. You can be a little bit behind. That's normal for a dental office. There's no way to be perfectly 100% efficient. We've seen this happen in my office where we didn't set aside the time to train people and it really causes a bad effect. And our solution has been, first of all, just recognizing that it's super important that we need to do this, that it is an essential function. And if we don't recognize it as an essential function, we're just going to keep going down that hole and that snowball is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So it's how do we get through this? We've got to set aside time. And for some people, this may mean extra time and it's unfortunate, but it's almost like we have to put in that investment. We have to put the investment in time in these new people if we want them to become self-sufficient on their own. And the more time we put into training, the better our practice can run and it just starts to take care of itself. Now, the other thing I see in a lot of offices is that they just don't really have any training protocols. There's no designated list of, hey, here's what we're going to have you learn in the first 30 days. Here's what you're going to be at the next 60 days or next 30, 60 days. And nobody is sitting down and even checking in and following up with these people. Like we always say, we're going to do the 30, 60, 90 reviews. They very much don't happen in a lot of my coaching clients' offices. And there's been times where they haven't happened in my office either. But it's one of those things that you really got to focus on because having a successful team that works well together is predicated on training. And being able to train people, you need time. And the struggle that we're all going through right now is finding the time to do it. So that might be shutting down your practice. That might be staying after hours, which is not going to be taken very well by your team, I imagine. But it's a possibility. But you've got to make the time. It can't be something that we're going to do when we're not busy because the more less trained people we have, the more busy we become. So it's it's just never going to work out. I mean, that's been my experience. And it's been different for every department. We've had front desk people. We have two shifts, morning and, and afternoon. We've had the afternoon people come in an hour early. We've had the morning people come in an hour late or stay an hour late so that we could do training We've had people where we've shut down their schedules so they could shadow and they could do some one-on-one. But this has been something that we have really personally in my office in the past year, year and a half, decided that this is a prime area of focus for us going forward, that we need to put more emphasis on training. And we've done that with, we're creating videos, we got onboarding videos, we've created a lot of documents with my team and stuff. So that helps, but Ultimately, it just comes down to putting in the time and you got to find it. That's what I would say. It's just one of those things. It's hard. We're all going through it, but you got to find a way to do it. And you can't just look at this and say, hey, that's a later problem. That's a future problem when we have more people because it's going to ultimately result in you having less people. What do you think, Justin? What would your take on all that be? Well, here we are and holiday season is among us. And if you are like me who just dropped Delta and saw a 30% decrease in new patients recently... 
you are asking Santa for more new patients. So if you want more new patients, I got to tell you, Relevance Online Marketing is the best. They are who I've been working with. And if you want to see an absolutely beautiful website that they have created, you can go to their website or you can go to mine and look at my practice, nelsonridge.com. They just updated it and man, it is gorgeous. I've gotten compliments from patients on it. And if you want something like that, Relevance Online Marketing is for you. There is no contract. And if you mention that you heard of them on the Dental Practice Heroes podcast, you will get the first month free to try them out and see how it is. They will not hijack your site. You still own everything. You still have all your passwords to everything. And it's not like those other marketing companies because I've been burned in the past. But I've been with this company for almost five years now, and there's a good reason for it. So if you want a marketing company that's going to work hard for you and do the things that you want them to do without you constantly telling them, Relevance Online Marketing is for you. Check them out at Relevance Online Marketing. Marketing.com. And again, mention the Dental Practice Heroes podcast. Get that first month for free. I agree with everything that you're saying. Basically, the bottom line is training is ultra important. And if you can't figure out a way to get it done, that's just only going to compound the issues that you're currently experiencing. And so delaying that doesn't make a lot of sense. So a few things that come to mind. One is like, if you block off time for things, like what gets scheduled gets done right? One of my all-time favorite quotes that I used to have on my wall in my office like a decade or more ago, what gets scheduled gets done. So schedule it, set the time for it, right? It's just like same thing with your schedule. The better that schedule is designed, the more you've templated it for high value procedures and same day emergencies and treatments, the more productive that schedule is. It's because you've taken the time to schedule things well. The second thing is in terms of rosters, like it depends on where you're short. Outsourcing is always a solution for assisting here, particularly when it comes to administrative functions or functions like revenue cycle management or AR type stuff. Where outsourcing doesn't work, obviously, is for an RDA or like a CDA or hygienist, right? Whatever you call it, wherever you're at. It doesn't work very well for like a treatment coordinator or a office manager, but you can outsource administrative work and accounting rev cycle management or AR related activities. And so sometimes that can help quite a bit. Now, you're not going to forgo training if you outsource because you do have to train those individuals to some extent. But the caveat to that is the company that you're working with, if you work with a company that understands dental, which many of these folks who are outsourcing do, you can take a look at their training protocols. They oftentimes have put things together as long as you're open to that. And you can work with them up front. They'll bear the burden of doing most of that training as long as you communicate to them what you want done. The last piece is like a consultant or a coach, right? Like when we want to level up our hygiene team, I don't take like our best hygienist and bring them in. Although I've done that in the past, I hire a hygiene coach, like somebody who does this day in, day out, who's a third party, who doesn't have existing relationships with team members, who can come in basically quarterly for the entire year, help us set goals, give us strategies that are implementable today to start acting upon. And then also a contact number, email, some sort of system between now and next session where 
team members can reach out to me. And lastly, a way to measure their performance in between so the coach can step in if a team member is not reaching out and underperforming. So I think having third parties help is also important. You make an investment in somebody who can help out there. But the ideal way, you know, if you've got an A player in the office, you treat them well and you've had them for a while, whether that's a rock star on the admin side, a rock star on the other side, then it's just taking the time to schedule them, sacrificing their clinical day or sacrificing their admin day. Yeah, they're not going to be answering calls while training for them to devote time to training. I love that one the most because you don't have to bring in anybody, but that's not always the case for everyone. That person may not have the time. And sometimes it's actually more economical for you to have them doing their work and simply having a third party train. So that's it. That's all. Lock off the time. What gets scheduled gets done. Consult a consultant or a trainer to come in as a third party. If you don't have those A players there, if you don't feel that it's justified to block off those A players time and then outsource administrative tasks or revenue cycle management tasks to help fill that roster so that you're not running as lean as you'd like to. Just take each of those pieces, right? It's like inch by inch, life's a cinch, yard by yard, life is hard, right? Like an old football analogy. And that's what I would do. I just break it down into those components and get rolling on one of them. We always want to outsource everything because we know that it takes the training off of us. We don't have to worry about it. But often, even sometimes these outsourcing things, you have to follow up on that. You have to make sure that's going okay. They're not all gravy either. I've worked with some that have been really good, and I've worked with some that have been really horribly bad that have caused a lot more work for us when it's supposed to actually save you work. But it just depends on it stinks. I wish there was better solutions. It's just, you've got to put the energy into it. You've got to figure out somewhere to go and somewhere to put the energy into it. And I love that you mentioned the consultant too, as well, because we have done that a lot with some front desk training with my team where we've had people come into the office and I don't care how many consultants we've had come in. I can't think of one where I was like, man, that wasn't worth it. It was always worth it. You always get something out of it. It's like when I try to tell my kids something, they might not listen, but if they hear it from the exact same thing from somebody else, they don't know. They're like, wow, that's really cool. I'm just like, what, dude, I've been saying this for years. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, man. So it helps to have those other people in there. So training, just got to get it done. Find a way. It's important. Don't neglect it. Otherwise, it's going to cause more pain for you. All right, check out our membership at dentalbusinessmentor.com. And if you have a question, email it in at info at dentalbusinessmentor.com. Take care.